With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Shiganik Podcast is powered by, with caffeine and other things, the beanery. They got locations in Gretna, Ashland, and Papillion. They got fantastic drinks. They got fantastic goodies, lattes, mochas, cappuccinos, teas, smoothies, everything in between. You can have the drinks hot. You can have them cold. You can have them blended. And our pal Paul sent me some beans, and they were addressed to 09010. And to that I say, well done, and how dare you. Make sure you get out and support those that support us. It's the Beanery, the official coffee provider of the Chicken Nick Show. This Chicken Nick podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, FNBO. FNBO offering new Husker Visa debit cards. A few options to choose from. And as a Husker fan card holder, you're automatically entered to win VIP experiences, tickets, and behind-the-scenes opportunities to Husker sporting events. Open a checking account, free checking, no monthly service fee, no minimum deposit. They've been around for more than 160 years. It's FNBO. Visit FNBO.com slash Chicken Nick for more info. FNBO, member FDIC. Enjoy your bye. Yes! I guess after a weekend like this, the question is, did you enjoy your bye? I very much enjoyed my bye. I sure hope Bo Pelini enjoyed his bye. He's been on a permanent bye. He's on a permanent bye for the time being, so he better be enjoying himself. You, you know, I don't know if you really adhere to the Nebraska football bye week because you got your college game day radio stuff. So this wasn't a bye for you. Did you not enjoy your bye? There was a lot going on in this bye. Um, you know, Kathy puts a lot of pressure on you when she tells you to enjoy your bye. Like, Oof. Now I got to go out and enjoy my bye. I got to go do things. I got to. You're telling me I got to go do stuff now. There is you this put weird all the pressure on me. There's yeah, a little like desire. Have a weekend. Yes. Oh, great. Oh, great. Thanks. Great. Now I got to go do stuff. Okay. I got to leave the house. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Enjoy your bye. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, he threw it right back at her. Just, no, no, no. This is not all on me, Kathy. You go do something with your life this weekend. Okay? Enjoy Thanks. your bye. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, <laughs> I did get a uh, a tweet. Most great sentences start with that. I did get a tweet where I, I posted on Monday. I said, when you went with the rankers instead of your gut and started Sam Darnold over Carson Wentz in your fantasy, <laughs> Mike Rooney, uh, former college baseball coach, good guy, colleague at ESPN, he retweets it with, I still admire you greatly. <laughs> and <laughs> that, that is just a great, let me find it here. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. 
Thank you very much. Have a great season. Appreciate it. I admire you greatly. (laughs) (laughs) Roots loves Kathy. He he just thinks Kathy is just the gift that keeps on giving. In terms of the Mount Rushmore of characters on the show, excluding us, like Drops, I mean, Kathy's right there. She has stood the test of time, and I hope someday we get to talk to her. Well, I think pound for pound, Enjoy Your Buy is the best Triple B t-shirt. I really think it is. I think design, usage of a drop, the level of fame with said drop, I think it's as good of a t-shirt as you can purchase. And it is just... it. I will never... For the rest of my life, view a bye week the same. Kathy has altered how I view a bye forever. Enjoy your bye. She did. She did. I now look forward to buys just to hear Kathy tell me to enjoy it. Enjoy your bye. Here's the good news, Husker fans. Guess what you have in two weeks? Another bye. Enjoy your bye. So if you feel like you didn't enjoy your buy, well, guess what? You got another opportunity in a few weeks to enjoy your buy and your weekend. Enjoy your buy. Enjoy your weekend. So good. I think Bo remembers that. I mean, if we ever get Bo on this podcast, (laughs) which the chances of that are negative 455,000, but if we ever got him on this podcast, would our first thing be like, all right, Bo Politi, do you remember this at all? And we just play this call and see if you remember. Enjoy your buy. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. You're the teacher, man. Right? You're the teacher. Teacher. You the teacher. The teacher? Yeah, I'm the teacher. Yeah. I'm the teacher. I'm the teacher. Um, <laughs> but by the way, speaking of triple B printing, if you go to stores.bbbprinting.com, there's a Schick and Nick link on there. We haven't oh, mentioned yeah. this a lot. I know. We need to, we need to start there, firing this back up. There, you know? There's a Schick and Nick tab. How about that. And oh, I haven't seen some of these. Oh, I have, but it's been a while. You can go on there, and they've they've put some of them to the side now, but you do have the Ronnie Green shirt there. You do have the Enjoy Your Buy. You do have the I'm Not Happy, 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 yeah, Happy about that. Happy, happy, happy. You have the Michael Jordan, I Ate the Pizza quote. You have I Like It, It's It's Fun. And then you have Yes, which that ties in greatly. I admire you greatly. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to find a way. To get that into the lexicon, that ties in greatly. I admire you greatly. I am I'm loving I admire you greatly you, right now. You have a mission statement to try to make this a thing now. Enjoy your buy was the thing, and you'd like to, you'd like to make another drop out of a drop, pretty much. And it, I admire Sorry. you greatly is, is now. I admire you greatly. Oh, man. <laughs> I think she also said in there, didn't she also say you're an excellent person? You're an excellent coach and an excellent person, and I admire you greatly. Thank you very much. Thank, That's all I have that. to say. Enjoy your weekend. Take care, Bo. You too. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. from Adam Alliance. <laughs> right. It ties in greatly to, oh gosh, no, I can't even say it without. Greatly. It ties in great, greatly to the open with the yes with Matt Davison. Because I received texts this morning about rumors about him running for Congress. What? Like, what is, like, that was going to, like, that could possibly happen. Now, look, we're our podcast, so we're not truth-based, right? This is just strict opinions. Yep. 
but <laughs> but there was some I don't know congressional roll call about who could run for a congressional district or something like that, and his name popped up, and now people are just in all a tizzy on Twitter this morning. Which by the time this thing posts, I'm sure there will be nothing to it. But I would like to live in a spot where Matt Davison does run for Congress. Unbelievable. And, you know, I wonder what he even thinks about his name being mentioned. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, and if he were, you know, the campaign sign of, yes, you know, just yes. Matt Davison, yes. That's all it has to say. That's it. That's all it has to say. That's all I have to say. That's it. Right? Well, to me, it'd be great to get him in some sort of, you know, debate platform where he would just get up there and be like, I looked at my opponent's, his plans for balancing the budget, and I thought, what in the world? What in the world? <laughs> no doubt. So when I, I look at my opponent, I look at my opponent, and you know what word comes to mind? Awful. <laughs> so what I need you to do this Tuesday is you need to get out and vote, and you need to line up. Get up. Line get up. up. Get cool. up. Line up. Get lined up. We need to get out there and support. Line up. Go to the polls. Get there. Vote for me, Matt Davison. Line up. Get lined up. Get up. Very get cool. up. Line up. Get lined up. Now, that's a guy I want to vote for. His, his, his messages really resonate with me. They're simple. They're applicable to a variety of things. That's what we need. You know what? We got a lot of problems, and we got to get on it. Get on it. it. (laughs) There'd be so much goodness. Greg Sharp is just his campaign manager. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Wow, big fella. Rumbling. What do you, Greg's like, yeah, what do we think here? Are we gonna are we gonna run for office? Oh boy, Greg Sharp. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Oh, Skeeter Barnes Buck Naked Barbecue Shosh endorses Matt Davison for Congress. <laughs> and let me tell you, if Matt Davison's running this country every day, it's gonna feel like a tush yam. It's gonna feel like a tush yam every day in America. It's a tush yam. Yes. Stop by any participating McDonald's and vote for Davison and get a Big Mac sack. There's your Big Mac sack of the game. This Big Mac is buy one, get one free on Monday at McDonald's. No way. <laughs> oh, Barbecue sauce. So good. Yes. All right. All right. That's enough. And then when he loses. Now you got to punt it. <laughs> When he has to concede the election that he's lost it, well, (laughs) got to punt it, I guess. You got to punt it. Absolutely punt it. All right. This is the (laughs) congressional hearing. This is the congressional voting. I'm fed up. This is big red football. All right. Sounds good. All right. So we just wanted to have fun with those rumors, even though they might. Probably yeah. not true, but who, that's who what happens kind of just, by week. We got no game to discuss. What are your thoughts? Right. You acted like you had some thoughts. You have any thoughts? 
Well, no, I had, you were asking me about my buy yeah. and whether or not I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And Enjoy your buy. I tried. So last week was a busy week for me. I had a uh, radio on uh, last uh, Saturday, had to prep for a few things that were coming up, flew out, uh, coached some Little League, flew out on Tuesday afternoon to get to Kansas City, had dinner with Fran Frischilla and a producer Tuesday Tuesday night in Kansas City, went to Q39 for some barbecue. I'm so happy for you, Matt. And I thought about Skeeter Barnes the whole time. Buck naked barbecue, shosh, so good you don't eat shosh. That's right. And uh, Wednesday had uh, Big 12 media days for basketball. Talked to student athletes. Didn't talk. I talked to Porter Moser, by the way. Porter Moser. 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 We always did Moser for years. It's like Dana Altman was like, no, guys, it's Moser. I think it's Moser, coach. Moser? I think it's knees. Knees? I think it's base. Base? I think it's it's boosters, Coach. Boosters? Jeez, Coach. Jeez. Dana. No. no. All right. So you I did mention you. Yeah. I did mention you to Porter. I said, uh, hey, I do a podcast with uh, Nick Baugh. And there aren't a lot of people I could mention that to. He's like, oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, he goes, and I wor- he quickly changed the subject. So he obviously doesn't like it. And he goes, yeah. and you called the game with Paul Biancardi, who I worked with on uh, SL, uh, for St. Louis. I go, oh, yeah, that's right. Because I introed him, not on the set, but as we sat there, I said, hey, I was calling the high school game on Sunday. That's what I had last Sunday. I had four high school games, including one where a kid, Milos Uzan, committed to Oklahoma, one of the oh. top 100 players. And I said, hey, we had Milos on Sunday. He goes, I know, I know, because he saw the commitment. Gotcha. So we we were right there. I mean, this was very good. So you got a thing with you and Porter Moser are going to get married on top of a mountain. Veronica and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. Everything just results in getting married. (laughs) If you say you kind of like anybody, like, are you going to marry him? (laughs) Veronica and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. So going back to third grade, why don't you marry him? <laughs> Veronica and I are going to get married on top of a mountain. So we had a good conversation there. Uh, T.J. Altsberger, the head coach at Iowa State, and also um, you didn't Mark talk, Adams. The you, you didn't talk to God Almighty himself? Texas Tech. I didn't, not this time. Uh, two ships passing in the night. Uh, I got in that night. I was on a plane 20 hours later, oh. like 18 hours later, because I had, you know, I had Little League to coach again. Right. I had to get back. I had right. to go back. You have to get back. We have to go back. So that's what I, as I'm running to the airport. We have to go back. Yes, I have to imagine, does does a dinner with Fran Fraschilla just consist of him getting on a napkin and being like, now I saw this basing out a bounce play against his zone. Tell me what you think of it. And you're like, for the love of God, Fran. You've drawn just, up 40 the wait- based on a bounce place. The waitress just asked if you wanted the brisket or the chicken. There's no reason to drop baseline out of bounds. It's B or C, not P and R. Right. Come on. There's no P and R roll. We need to know if what you want for your roll. All right? Pick a roll, not pick and roll. <laughs> I like what you did there. All right. So... But he is an encyclopedia, right? I, I mean, him. he's just – you mention a name. He's like, oh, yeah, name. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. And 
We actually had a guy, there's a guy, Jason, who was uh, sitting uh, by himself. He was uh, eating dinner, and then he came up to the table. He's a, like a high school official in Nebraska. And so he came over, introduced himself to me, said, big fan of your show with Nick. And so we started talking again. Nebraskans are everywhere, right? And he's from, I think he lives in Gretna, he said. And so we were talking a little bit. And we introduced him to Fran, and they were talking. We were talking about Hunter Salas and oh, yeah. just different recruits and the recent Creighton recruit and all those things. And he was asking about Nebraska football. And so we talked for about 15 minutes. Really good guy. And then we – so we finished up our dinner. And then, uh, yeah, the next day we did that. I left. And then uh, this past weekend uh, had college game day on Saturday. Uh, did a Peter Burns show with him Sunday morning. And then two hours later I was calling college volleyball on SEC networks. So right. There's a lot going on here. And then we had a Halloween get-together last night. And so and, – and watched my daughter's softball in the afternoon and son's baseball. Like, like, I'm just – there's a lot in the head here. So I did not just to <laughs> circle <it> back mildly <laughs> – I did not. Enjoy your bye. It was busy. It Do you have feel like a, a set and spike call? Uh, it's, oh, look at that set. No- and she spiked it. Hunt Dennis! Okay. I don't believe that is the phrase that we use in volleyball for us volleyball aficionados. In fact... Uh, the A word rarely used yeah, in broadcast. Okay. And also, the word spike is really from the 1990s. Like, they just don't use it anymore. Oh, that's out of the that's out of the vocab, huh? It's a swing. It's a kill. Really? It's an attack. Seriously? Yeah, it's an attack. When did you that happen? You never hear spike on the air. If you hear, if you hear spike on the air, they're going to get a call from a coach. I'm sure. Jesus, trust me. You never wow. say that word on the air. No. I mean, never. well... Ever say good thing that I, I lost in, out on that volleyball gig I had. In a related story, I really hope you get asked to call volleyball. Uh, set and kill it at the, at the line. That stuff was black like the Kimi Mutombo. Anyone score on that play? What happened there? Oh, you got a what? Okay, we good. You're the listening over. to the Volleyball Network, hosted by Mark Jackson. Mama, there goes that set and spike again with the spike again. We don't, we don't do that anymore. No. Did you enjoy your buy? I, I did. I, it's it's you know when you're immersed in Husker football, it can take up your entire Saturday, so you really don't have a ton of opportunities to just remove Nebraska from the equation and watch a bunch of games. And that's what I did on Saturday. Of course, Nebraska's always on your mind and comparing and contrasting and all those sorts of things. But yeah, I, I, I sat and watched a lot of football. Feel like, uh, you know how, Oh God, who, Gary, who's the, who's the Iowa AD that is still introducing Fran McCaffrey? Would you, well, would you like to hear from him? Yes. Um, Cause yeah, I think we do have, uh, some of this. Let's go live to the news conference here as, uh, the athletic director at Iowa still introducing Fran McCaffrey. It was a bit on the radio show when we went live to it. It was you never got stuff during our show, right? That was live when we hosted it. But my goodness, they introduced Fran McCaffrey. Like, let's go live to oh. it. And the problem was um, he just kept talking. Let's uh, check in here. He knows Hawkeye basketball. We also know, uh, and I learned to appreciate 
how much basketball he knows around the country. Okay. And uh, so he okay. was an invaluable All right. Resource. So he's still uh, introducing Fran. Yeah. We can check it. Well, the new way to, to update this would be we're going to check in on Illinois and Penn State in overtime. <laughs> that's, that's good. And just have some sort of call, like, and they didn't get in. And they didn't get in. That was crazy. And the, and the pass is dropped. And it's incomplete. And now Penn State will take over. And now Illinois will take over. <laughs> I mean, crikey. I was, we're watching that game. It's 20 to 18 as the final. Nine overtimes and the under hits. That's hard to do. That's tough to do. That's hard to do. Uh, I interviewed uh, Brett Bielema on uh, Sunday morning, part of the ESPN radio show, and just asked him, did you like it? Did you like the – I mean, what, what did you feel about it? You experienced it. And he said it was exciting to be a part of it. He just said you're just kind of – you know, you're just in the throes of it. And, okay, what's going to happen here? And you're hanging on every play. And, and he, he enjoyed it. Of course, he won, but he enjoyed it. And uh, you think nine overtimes. You tell a hockey player, an NHL hockey player, that these guys played nine overtimes, and they'll just laugh at you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> What they do? Twenty-two plays. Right. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Fine. Fine. Uh, eight. They played probably a combined two minutes of extra football. That's what's that crazy, though. Nine overtime. That was nuts. That was. You, you got to the sense where like they would ran out of their good plays. They're like, I don't know. Uh, what do you got? They're like, I don't know. Just a. Uh, how about a, a dive, off tackle dive? You want to go with that? Like sure. They broke out like the trick the, plays early. They and, burned the playbook early with Sean Clifford. Yes. And if he catches that ball, it's over. Or if it's a better pass, it's over. We're not even discussing I about know. this ridiculous overtime. James pick. Franklin, did he tweet something either last night or tonight of being he tweeted one and oh, one and oh, one what is that? I guess I I missed it. He, I missed it. He, he oh, missed one over it. my head. Oh, it went over Sean Clifford's head. You yeah, missed it. You it went over your head then. Yeah. Oh, it went over my head. Yeah. You yeah. missed. By, by the way, my favorite part of that is at the very end when you can hear me agreeing with you or supporting you yeah. by doing a meow. You yeah, missed it. You it went over your head then. Yeah. Oh, it went over my head. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming. It's me, it's Better me late than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, really got my back. Yeah. 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 I'm with him. <sighs> God. Just got to punt it. Yeah. Now you got to punt it. So no, I didn't know what James Franklin meant by that, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, he he does the he always tweets about the opponent each week. It's usually like Illinois, 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 oh, Illinois. Okay. He'll have a tweet gotcha. about that every week. This was one and zero. We just want to go one and zero this week. One and zero. Oh, okay, James Franklin, I'm on to it. I also would say, is, what, what can I can I interrupt you though? Yeah, yeah, by yeah, the way, yeah, is yeah, there yeah. is I think I'm done with the coaches. The new coach speak of we need to go one and zero this week. Like PJ Flex said, we went one and zero in the Maryland season. Oh my gosh. Like the one and oh each week. Oh, like we're not playing twelve seasons. It's not one and oh. You're five and two or you're three and four. Yeah. Like, goodness gracious. I just want to retire one and oh. I want to retire. I feel like the only time a coach ever framed something in that way that that kind of worked for me a little bit was Got a mighty Bill Self before our first NCAA tournament at Kansas said, guys, we just got to go out there. We got to win three two-game tournaments. That's it. That's fine. That That's fine. that makes more That's sense because you can sit there and look at the enormity of the tournament and the big bracket and go, man, like 
we got to win six games. We got to get, you know, like it can, it can be overwhelming. He's like just three, two game tournaments. And you're like, I can do that. By the way, interviewed David McCormick uh, this yeah. weekend on set. What an awesome dude. Good dude. Like this Awesome, right? Yes. And we're sitting there listening to Bill Self because we have to wait to talk to him till Bill Se- until Bill Self is done with his news conference, right, that he's giving there in Kansas City at the T-Mobile Center. And as he's talking, I said to him, I go, hey, I got a, this buddy of mine who played at Kansas, Nick Baugh, who does uh, Bill Self impressions. I go, yeah. And I go, and he always does the... And I did the and thing, and he started laughing. He goes, I'm telling you, the and, and, and thing, like you don't even notice it until someone brings it to your attention. That's exactly And then Fran was laughing, so I stole your material, and it worked. Good. Um, but, 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 and, 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 you'd agree. We didn't guard. Oh, and he and McCormick said, he always says, we're soft. We're soft. 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 <laughs> Draws it out. I remember he told us early on in our, like early on in the season, there was like a cold going through the team, and like a couple of us had a cold. He's like, "Ah, guys, you're soft. Having a, a cold's just being soft and giving into it. You gave into it against a cold." And I'm like, "What is this guy talking about? <laughs> what is he?" But the only Giving but but to circle back to what you're saying, the whole one and yeah. zero season, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, the yeah. only time a coach. That it worked like that kind of the whole hey, three two game tournaments that kind of like okay I mean that right. makes sense because it's literally that's, that, that's kind of how the tournament sets up whatever but yeah I don't know this whole everybody framing different things like that is kind I of interrupted weird. you as you said you wanted to go to another uh, n- another portion oh yeah yeah Chicken Nick here it is Husker football season and Nick you know what goes great with Husker football tailgating yes uh, that is correct what else touchdowns. Yes, all of all of that. Yes, touchdowns as well. All of that is accurate. Uh, and uh, Husker football goes great with FNBO, and now you can take both with you wherever you go. FNBO now has three new Husker Visa debit cards to choose from, free with any checking account. These are very cool designs. They've got the Nebraska N, one that says GBR, another one with the tribute to the black shirts, and better yet. As a Husker fan card holder, you are automatically entered to win VIP experiences, tickets, and behind-the-scenes opportunities to Husker sporting events. They also have Creighton Blue Jays and Omaha Mavericks cards as well. Plenty of options. Whatever school you pick for your debit card, you'll also get free checks with the university logo on them. And the great thing about FNBO, when you open a checking account, free checking is just that, free. No monthly service fee, no minimum deposit, and no minimum balance requirement. It's your money, so they let you keep it. Imagine that. Yep. FNBO has been around for more than 160 years. They will be there for you with 55,000 ATMs worldwide. It's a great mix of convenience and personalized exceptional service. If you're a fan of our show, please support those who support us. And we are thrilled to partner with FNBO. Visit FNBO.com slash Schick and Nick for more info. FNBO, member FDIC. I, and maybe I'm totally wrong on this, but I feel like I watched this weekend, and I watch all these teams. I watch Illinois beat Penn State, and you watch these games, and I think it almost – I feel like Nebraska is ever bit as good as these teams. Like, it's just, it's frustrating where with Wisconsin's kind of hung in there and all of a sudden they're like, 
sneaky in it again. Uh, Iowa State, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, are they five and two now? Yeah. You know, yeah. you look at at like I just look at a lot of these teams, and I'm like, man, my eyes tell me they're 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 not like light years away from these teams. And yet these teams are finding a way to scrap and claw their way into having a chance at making some noise this season or going to a bowl or being in the division race, whatever, whatever, however you want to frame it. And so I, I, I found myself being almost more frustrated with Nebraska after watching this weekend. It's one thing to watch and go, man, Nebraska is not even close to this, right? Like I don't, when I'm watching this weekend, and I, and some of this could be just a product of college football this year. I just don't know if there's any just out of this world. I mean, hell, Oklahoma almost lost to Kansas, right? But I just, I don't know. I feel like Nebraska's just as good as a lot of these teams. But yet, their yeah, record think, would indicate uh, otherwise. Yeah, I think they've, uh, in their games that they've shown, they've shown they can compete. And then you watch these teams, like, yeah, you could beat them, you could beat them. And then you look and you go, yeah, you could also lose to them and lose to them and lose right. to them, right? Like every game would be either a coin flip or less than 50-50. I think about these teams like in the Big Ten, like with Wisconsin, they go out and beat Purdue. And Played the line the was smelly half. as Wisconsin was yeah. favored on the road against a top 25 team. You know what Wisconsin has decided? Wisconsin has decided that we know the limitations of our quarterback, and we're not going to base whether we win or lose on his performance. Graham Mertz was 5 of 8 passing for 52 yards. That was his performance. Wisconsin said, we are going to run the football and stop the run. That's how we're going to win games moving forward because uh, we can't win any other way right now. This is right. going to have to be their identity. So they rush for 290 and hold Purdue to negative 13. Not bad. Yeah. That'll work. That'll work. And you look at some of these teams, and as you go through the list, and there's, there's going to be an exception here or there, but go through the list of teams and tell me a team that relies as heavily on one player as Nebraska does. I, I can't think of one. Like, start with the Big Ten and go outside of it. Right. Right? Go down the top 25. I'll just rattle the teams, and you can just think in your head. Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan. Right? Corum and Haskins are getting it done. Uh, Oregon, Michigan State, Iowa, Ole Miss. Matt Corral, you can make that argument if you want. Notre Dame. Kentucky, Wake Forest, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Pittsburgh, Auburn, SMU, Penn State, Iowa State even, UTSA, Sincere McCormick having a great year in the running back position, CCU, BYU. It just kind of shows you, like, there are a lot of different ways these teams can win, or at least there's different weapons. I'm not saying Nebraska doesn't have other weapons, but it's pretty much the Adrian Martinez show. And I wonder if that's, you connect those dots to, right. it's not because he's not good enough. It's because those around him are not supportive enough on the offensive side to do that, or they're not allowing others to well, complement that. Totally especially agree. In the run game. Right? Yeah. Cause I, I actually thought, so I, I had Jordan Westerkamp on my podcast last week and his assessment of what he's been seeing with the offense kind of makes sense in it. And it kind of, in a roundabout way, gets to what you're talking about. And, you know, I kind of asked him how he would diagnose the offense. And he thinks everything comes back to chemistry. Oh, yeah. And his point is that he just feels like there's kind of been a revolving door of 
of the weapons around Adrian each year. And he's kind of right. Like he goes, one of the first things I'd want to go ask Adrian Martinez is, hey, in a big spot, in a big moment, in a big game, who do you trust to throw the ball to? And he brought up, he goes, you know, in big moments late in our career, Tommy and I, Tommy Armstrong and I had, like, we were confident and comfortable and trusted each other because we had done it for for years and years in the summer, in the spring, in the fall, in practices, in games. He, goes, Heck, he was just, RG3's go-to guy. Right? It, it, like, he was right. a mainstay. Wester Camp was a mainstay. Yes. And so I think his point is that there just hasn't been enough continuity around Adrian for the chemistry and the comfort and the confidence for Adrian and other players. And a lot of that goes back to what you're saying is like, what that ends up being when you're the one person that is the constant, like you just a lot of a lot falls on your plate when you're having to break in a new crop of wide receivers every year, a new running back every year. You have no reliable running back. You have no reliable wide receiver. Whatever, I just it's it kind of what what Westy was saying is similar to what you're saying, where it just comes back to chemistry, trust, confidence, and dependability of the guys surrounding Adrian Martinez. They had a lot of guys coming back on defense, and there's been consistency, chemistry on the defensive side, right? Yeah. Revolving door on offense at the skill positions. You could argue offensive line, but running backs, right? Offensive linemen know how to block for certain running backs. No, I mean, there's just chemistry. It's, 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 it's an orchestration. Totally. Right, of moving pieces on offense, and when you're changing the pieces a lot, yeah, you, you do wonder about that. I think that's a... That's a pretty good point. Yeah, it was like I just when he brought that up, I was like, yeah, I hadn't necessarily thought of it like that, but that that really does make sense when you when you just break it down like that because because you know even look at on I think it's pretty clear Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have chemistry, pretty clear. Like even when you go up to that next level, like that stuff exists for a reason, and when you're constantly shuffling guys in and out, it makes it hard to capture that. Thus, you just end up putting a ton on Adrian's plate. Like, again, there's a very valid argument to be made about Adrian's inability to come through in big moments for Nebraska. There is. And on some level, Nebraska's struggles in one-score games, there has to be some blame placed on Adrian Martinez. But at the same time, and we've talked about this, we have created a scenario where it – where Adrian basically has to be perfect for Nebraska to even have a chance to win the game, and then he has to go win the game. And that's like, that's just an unfortunate situation. Right. And the new, you know, that's the good and the bad about the transfer portal. Bringing a Samari Toure, bringing an Oliver Martin, you know, it's all great. And Martin's been there a while, but that's, that's all fine. But chemistry in that department is hard to do and then at the tight end spot you didn't get healthy there till right. you know, just a couple of weeks ago what I, I was reading I don't know if you get the do you get the, the college basketball blue ribbon yearbook the preseason stuff yes yes so yes. I have not read it I, I just I just got mine on Saturday and so your boy been just you know big shocker oh big shocker ah, I love it so much I love it Nick Baugh tries to bring every conversation back to basketball sorry got a little excited um but uh, I got the Providence Friars on opening night, November 9th. And so I'm reading some stuff on on Providence. And Ed Cooley had a great line that I think 
he was talking about for college basketball, but you can expand this to college football a little bit too. He said he basically he was talking about the transfer portal, how coaches now aren't building programs, they're building teams. And that's kind of there there is a I think that'll be more pronounced in basketball than football. But I think unfortunately to what the days of what Jordan Westerkamp was talking about of a quarterback and a wide receiver being together for four full years and all that stuff, like those days are probably going to be few and far between. They just are. The days of Jahens Managa and Doug McDermott playing every second together at Creighton for four straight years are probably going to be few and far between. And so I just wonder, it, it, it's, it creates a lot of challenges on a variety of fronts where instead of building a program, you're building a team each year. And because I think that's what you're kind of staring down the barrel of if Frost comes back next season, he's probably shit going to have to go to the transfer portal and bring in some instant impact guys because he didn't have time, given the scenario that he's in, to bring in a high school freshman that, that he doesn't have time to develop them right now. Right, you got to you got to have a plug and play dude immediately, and that's probably in the portal. And isn't that a challenge when you have a developmental program that you don't have time to recruit guys to develop? Yeah, that's a big problem. Uh, again, Mel Tucker, I think, is the exception versus the rule. Right, he he got about twenty plus transfers. They've worked. Right, With Walker, it's worked. But just be careful. Mm-hmm. Right, be, be careful there. The Chicken Nick Show is brought to you by our friends at The Beanery. And one of the things that you love is getting letters or things in the mail. Yes. Right? Uh, there's nothing that warms your heart more, though, than getting a letter uh, or a package from Paul. Uh, Paul doesn't send us letters. He doesn't send us notes. I wish. He sends us, wow, he sends us packages of beans. Right, mm-hmm. these are boxes of beans that the bags are in the box. You open it up. Oh my goodness, look at this! But the favorite part about Paul is the way that he addresses <laughs> these boxes. He doesn't just say, "Oh, here's to Matt Chick, here's right. to Nick Baugh, here are your beans," uh, to just give you a sense of and a smell and a taste of what we're cooking here at the Beanery with locations in Gretna, Papillion, and Ashland. Ashland. But he addresses these. And what did your say uh, when he addressed it to you? Oh, I got a good giggle when I when I took a, a little peek. It's at two oh nine oh ten, and of course that is in great reference to. I mean, you have to go back to oh nine oh ten. All right. Okay. So that was great. Uh, he addressed mine. His, his return address was over here on our right with a Paul. Of here, course, is over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Just staple, is, uh, which is just what it has to be, but. He addressed it to, mine was to Stan Hardinger. Stan Hardinger. Wow. That's going in a wayback machine. That was great. My mailman must be so confused as to who actually lives in this house right. in Matthews. Mark Jackson. I got, a, I got Mark Jackson's show. I've gotten 09010. I mean, I've gotten a lot of things. Post office people got to be confused, but you don't need to be confused on you need to get to the beanery and Gretna, Ashton, and Papillion. Because let me tell you, when your boy mixes up all the beans, all the sports, I get crunk with the deliciousness of the coffee from 
the beanery. Again, they got everything, Schick. Mochas, cappuccinos, teas, smoothies, lattes, you name it. They got it. And you need to get out there and get it. As we leave here, I would just like to say when it comes to the beanery, I admire it greatly. I admire you greatly. You mentioned uh, the transfer portal, and we talked Jordan Westerkamp. I need to bring this up. Because this is unbelievable that I can be outscored on good questions on a podcast where I'm not even there. Nope. Okay? This is the Nick Bob podcast presented by Herdat Media. You had Jordan Westerkamp on. And you asked him a question, which you listen to this. The question's fine. But, man, does Jordan just worship your feet. Like, it is just disgusting. I want you to listen to this, okay? This was sent to me by Steve Mara, a devoted listener, who said, Point Nick Baugh, and tweeted it to the Schick Nick Show. Here's the clip from Nick Baugh's podcast with Jordan Westerkamp. That That's one of the things I, I think, for all the reasons to transfer, that's one that I think a lot of people can, can completely understand. Right. right. I guess to address that, do you, do you think you would have, like, did you ever even consider it at the time? You know what? That is a phenomenal question because I have never been asked that question. Really? Yeah. I have never been asked that question. So um, thinking about it now on the spot, I'm not sure. I mean, that's tough. Because um, I, I, Okay. I've heard enough. Hey, competition never sleeps, bro. Scoreboard. Incredible. Incredible. Can I just articulate something here and make something very, very clear? Just because you've never been asked the question does not mean it's a phenomenal question. You know what? That is a phenomenal question because I have never been asked that question. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that the reason it was a phenomenal question is because he's never been asked it. I don't love that, but I'll take it. It's a point. That is a phenomenal question because I have never been asked that question. Really? Well, hold on though. Really? Here's are you are you sensing something though? Because why did Brandon Godden like my question? Because it's sensed that you knew the interview subject. No, a Brandon bit. Godden liked it because remember remember his answer. I think that is he's a fantastic. Oh, true. Yeah. So I think we're sensing a pattern with wh- how I get my points, how I acquire my points in this good question game. That's you a- find a question that is yet to be asked. You ask that question, you'll likely receive a point. The similarities between Westerkamp and Godden are uncanny in a lot of ways. All right, Brandon Godden uh, used to be the voice of the Butler Bulldogs men's basketball team. Now he's sunk to the lows of being the voice of the Madden video game ah! franchise. Okay, uh, here was his response to one of your questions. I think that is a fantastic question of one that I have yet to be asked in all these interviews. Okay, he said that is a fantastic question and one that I have yet to be asked. So his was, it's fantastic and I haven't been asked. Right? I think that is a fantastic question of one that I have yet to be asked in all these interviews. Okay. Jordan Westerkamp was, that's a phenomenal question because I haven't been asked. You know what? That is a phenomenal question because I have never been asked that question. All right. I'll take Fine. it. I will take Fine. it. Don't get mad, Fine. Chick. Don't get mad because the scoreboard, it's the beauty of this business we're in. There's a scoreboard. And it keeps score. And you either win or you lose. And let me tell you, pal, I am winning. I don't like you scoring on me in games that I'm not in. Listen, that's, I, didn't, I didn't make the rules, all right? The rules are the rules. You may have a more high-profile person that's gassing you up, and Trev, you may win in that regard. You have a higher-profile win. You went to Clemson and won, big whoop. 
but I got more wins under my belt, all right? Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you? Mm, that is pretty good. Oh, that, that is, is juicy. Good. All right. You weren't a part of that one. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You know, it's a really good question, and I've thought a lot about that. I've been asked that a couple times. All right. Yeah, Trev's a little giving with that. That's why I'll just you know, say. Don't yeah, want to disparage. Great, it's a really good question, and I've been asked it a billion times. So how yeah. good could it be? Right. Can't be that good. That's a backhanded compliment. Still my favorite of all time, Rich Kypist, formerly of the Omaha World Herald. Yeah, that, that's, a great, that's a great question. Yeah, he, was, he, got, he had to stutter. He was so stunned by it. It's, like, it left him trying to grasp for the word that. Yeah, that, that's, a great, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, that, that's a great that's a great question. <laughs> All right. Speaking of scoreboard, we'll end with this. On the scoreboard at Werner Park. Yeah. The other night. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about it? Did you see it? Did you know it? Have you seen it? This was great. Okay. This is very mm-hmm. Exciting for all of us. Doing some good things. Uh, you could say that. So we had been reached out to by someone who works for the uh, Storm Chasers. He is a, and I'm going to quickly find the. It wasn't Marty Cordero, was it? No. The head honcho of the Storm Chasers. Like, we reached out to somebody from Nike. God. <laughs> Phil Knight? <laughs> yes, Phil Knight that reached out to this we were reached out to by uh, Justin, <laughs> director of marketing and communications from the Omaha Storm Chasers, director of marketing and communications for the Omaha Storm Chasers and Union Omaha, the soccer team. Mm-hmm. And he reached out and said, "Hey, uh, you know, he listens to the pod," and said th- there had been a story about Adam Bacora or Bacora, who sells cotton candy and has been selling it for years. 26 years selling snacks in the stands. They call him Omaha's Candyman, right? And there's a picture of him in the World Herald. The story came out, yeah, it was a month ago, September 28th, in the World Herald. Luna Stevens wrote the story, and people tweeted us about the story because he's been, you know, selling cotton candy. And, of course, our show is synonymous with cotton candy because at one point, uh, after a Creighton, Nebraska baseball game at TD Ameritrade Park, the, it was the opening of the park. I was there that night. We got a call the next morning. The concessions were just, it, it was undermanned. It was not a good night. And we talked about it on the air the next day, but a caller, Keith, called in <laughs> and wanted to make sure we knew that there were some people who did a great job. But we need to give a shout out and a high five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. Okay. This whole thing is just absurd. So, so Justin reached out from the Storm Chasers in Union Omaha and said, hey, do you guys want – I mean, even the idea floated out about, are you going to be in town? Do you want right. to come out and right. just yeah. present him with, like, congratulations? Adam, like his last event, selling cotton candy at Werner Park. Right. It's like, well, I'm – you know, it's, I was looking at it. I was like, I understand that it is uh, Nebraska's bye week, but it's not mine. Enjoy so your bye. Like, I got to work. Right. Yes. So it's a, hard right. to make that happen. Right. right. Bye week's got to line up. You don't got one. That's right. So Chris uh, Gorman with Herdad, who does a great job for us here at Herdad, a great behind the scenes guy who does a lot of hard work. And yes. he sent out a note to us saying, hey, you know, do you guys want to do a picture or something? I'm like, yeah, let's, uh, let's put a picture up there. 
Do a picture. We'll put a picture on the scoreboard. You have you seen the picture? I don't think I've Did seen you see the picture the, yet. Okay, on here, the scoreboard. Yeah, no. yeah, you got this. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's you oh, and me with arms around each other from the time we did the studio yes. show in July at her dad yep. in July. And the graphic says, congrats, Adam. I'll post this on Twitter. It says, congrats, Adam, on serving up cotton candy all over the park for over 26 years. Okay. And it's a picture of you and me with cotton candy and the text. So they put it on the board. Okay. Yeah. Big time. And then we said, well, if they're going to put it up on the board, then we need, to, and they're going to say it, we need to get some audio from it. Well, Chris was able to obtain audio from it. I don't know if Justin's the one who got the video, but whoever did, thank you so much. But Chris obtained it. Here's what it sounded like as it was being read over the PA with a picture of you and me with cotton candy and the congratulatory text to Adam on the Werder Park scoreboard over the weekend. Chick and Nick would like to give a shout out and a high five to Adam for 26 years of selling the cotton candy. Fans never had to wait in line, you were there. It was all over the park. Congratulations on a great career, Adam, from your friends, Matt Chick and Nick Bob. And then the faint applause. The, uh, what? Yeah. You could hear if there, if applause ever was a collective what? That's what that was. What? Who? <laughs> that was very sad. Very sad. It's not at the it's end. It's not woo. It's who is that? <laughs> so congratulations. Thanks to everyone for helping us out. Yeah. I hope Adam got to see it. And I hope he understood it. But uh, anytime someone retires from years of selling cotton candy, oh, yeah. They're going we need to do it. in our book. And uh, Cotton Candy Keith lives on. But we need to give a shout-out and a high-five to the guys that were humping the cotton candy. Didn't have to wait in line. They were there. It was all over the park. I'm not happy about that. Chick and Nick. Yeah! Chick and Nick. Yeah! Chick and Nick Show. Yeah! Here we go! Yes! 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 I admire you greatly. A Huda Media Production.